0: listening to another episode of Find the Good News Live, a live streaming podcast about good people doing good works. Find the Good News Live is produced by Parker Brand Creative Services, a creative studio that thinks sideways, pushes forward, and gets your brand up. See our creative projects News at ParkerBrandUp.com. Parker it's Brand Creative Services, a creative studio that thinks sideways, pushes forward, and gets your brand up. Welcome to Find the Good News Live, another episode here in Sulphur, Louisiana. Well, we got through that one with mostly no technical difficulties. We got a little delay. We'll figure that out later. I think Mike took the heat last time. Did Mike
1: leave his phone?
0: Yeah, that's what it was. So Mike, if you're listening today, which you probably are, uh, we did that for you in your honor. So I'm here today, though, with another good newsie that was on Find the Good News podcast, Ginji Miller, episode 55, The Lawnmower.
1: Hi, Oren. And hey, guess what? Gingy. I don't think I told you the lawnmower is broken again. again.
0: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right, guys. So if you want to know why her episode's called The Lawnmower, go check out episode 55. Yeah. So what's been going on today? You, you rushed in here and was yeah.
1: like... I <sighs> had to meet a client at 8 o'clock this morning and then um, working on some... Trying to get some things printed out for future uh, classes and got to meet with the roofer at the house who was two hours late. Oh, no. And then run into the flock to drop some of the flyers off and scheduling classes. And then, oh, my God, I got four minutes to get to Oren. But I'm here.
0: Yeah. Well, you you got a smile on your face as always. Happy to be here. Yeah, everybody in southwest Louisiana is dealing with roofers. We just finished ours, too, man. That hail was just nuts. Yeah,
1: and I've been delaying and delaying mine. I wanted to do it after hurricane season was my goal. Yeah. I didn't want to pay for two roofs. Yeah. Just in case.
0: We had to get ours done fast. We had a leak.
1: I did not have a leak. I still don't have a leak. Oh, okay. Know,
0: well, so. that was good. We, we thought we were in the clear, and then we got home one day, and there was just all this tea-colored... Going on in the kitchen. It was like, eh, we're going to have to get it done faster. Yeah, it
1: wasn't good like Tea at Walden tea, was it? No,
0: <laughs> no it wasn't. That's right. Well, speaking of Tea in Walden and Flock of Five, mm-hmm. so, Gingy, for the folks that have never listened to Find the Good News before and didn't listen to your podcast, can you just tell them a little bit about what you do and Flock of Five and all the good stuff? Because it's kind of cool.
1: Okay, I'll try and condense it this time. <laughs> um, so, I have a business called Louise. E-Anna Creations, and if you say it really fast, it's Louisiana, so it's spelled Louise like someone's name, the letter E, and then the name Anna. But I like to upcycle furniture. That's really the thing that I, I enjoy see doing the most. Uh, see our creative projects. See? Here we go. Mike, where are you? Mike, are you nope. here? No? I know what it okay. is. You're good. <laughs> All right. Um, so I also sell a line of uh, chalk paint. It's actually a clay-based paint, and some other embellishments to help you upcycle furniture and recycle what you already have, or if you go and find something at a thrift store. And um, I also teach classes, crafting and painting classes at Flock of Five in Sulphur. And Flock of Five is a gift and art emporium that has over 50 vendors. Um, That's a lot. It's a lot. We have. It's the old post office in Sulphur. And most items are handmade. We're worth the trip across the bridge. If you live in Lake Charles, you got to come. It's getting really getting
0: to Sulphur's easy,
1: it's, especially if you can come during the day.
0: And it's worth the trip. I've been there, and I was shocked when I walked in. I really I was. That's Aren't not just a plug. I was. I know. And I made. I, t- I said this on the last show. My commitment this year is to buy every single person that I have on my Christmas list at that place. I'm going to do it.
1: It's possible.
0: And I, I believe it. It's a cool place.
1: It's cool. We got all kind of all kind of neat stuff and. Um, open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 6. Yeah. So if you can't get there during the week, then go on the weekend.
0: What I dig about it and what you do and the other folks that are, are having activities there is that it's not just a cool place. It's like, oh, I can go there and then I can also get hands-on with stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, we're, that's so different.
1: We're trying to implement and and add more classes all the time. There's um, someone new who's doing classes as well. So... Julia and I have done a few classes. Julia's with T at Walden. She has a booth at Flock of Five as well. And then there's another lady who's got a booth there, and she's going to be teaching the painting class on November the 9th that's cool and so i have if you
0: want to do something just go check it out
1: yeah and i offer classes uh during the week on saturdays and uh during the week in the evenings as well so okay. i'm trying to offer something for everyone yeah well, to that's be able what, to get there
0: yeah well that's true everybody's so, got a different lifestyle and some people got yeah. kids they can't they got can, they can't go you know in the evening but they can yeah, go or they the work day, during the
1: day or yeah. there's the retired ladies who want to go during the day and um you know
0: well i thank you for coming
1: well, I still don't know why I, you wanted well, me I'll on tell the why, cooking Gingy, episode. I, I'm going to tell
0: you why, Gingy. It had nothing to do with your lack of cooking.
1: Because, y'all, it's bad.
0: Yeah, well, but still. <laughs> go, again, listen to her episode if you want to know about this. But, yeah, Gingy, it was all personality.
1: Well, I tried. I hope that's a compliment. I hope so, too. I I, don't, I didn't even consider it might not be. Uh-oh, it might not be a compliment. <laughs> well. <laughs>
0: today's a big episode we really we're really excited to have the guys in here today today we're going to be talking to daniel schumacher the editorial director of louisiana cooking and the editor of taste of the south and chef lyle broussard of jack daniel's bar and grill at la berge in Lake charles louisiana I've actually met uh, Chef Lyle before. We had a conversation during National Tourism Week this year, and I think if uh, we probably could have just kept on talking if we, we didn't have to get out of there. And, and I've gotten to watch a few of Daniel's videos, too. He does some really cool live videos with some of the chefs around towns. So that was kind of fun. But uh, they're here to talk about the Southern Cast Iron Cook-Off. I see you've been posting it. You said you were shocked to see, hey, this is I happening. Didn't, I here. didn't
1: know anything about it. Shame on me. I should have known. Um, I'm, a, I'm actually kind of interested. Not that I'm going to go cook anything afterwards but i might eat something that's over there
0: well i'll tell you what when i saw this event i was like okay this is up your alley it's right up my alley you got these guys are i I talk about cast iron all the time i talk about it because of cooking i talk about it from a spiritual aspect i talk about it from a collecting aspect i just love cast iron and i mean i I probably
1: i own cast iron i will say that
0: oh yeah we should everybody should own some cast iron I believe that. you got to have a piece of cast iron. But the events is November the 1st and the 2nd in Lake Charles, Louisiana at the Civic Center. There's going to be several on-site cast iron cooking contests for at-home chefs that can enter, actually, which is kind of cool. I'm not going to enter, but I was thinking about it. And then uh, they're gonna have some cast iron cooking demos, live music, fr- family friendly activities, indoor cast iron expo with some artisan cast iron makers. Which that's, that's gonna what be I'm, cool. I'm that's really excited about that. I want to yeah. check that out. Farmers market too, and I guess just plenty of cast iron essentials. Which I mean, you can kind of go nuts with that stuff.
1: All the little there's cast iron accessories. There
0: are cast iron accessories. Are
1: there? Genji. Is there a cast iron mandolin?
0: No, but you know what? There's there's all kinds of other stuff. I
1: bet they. I bet Chef Lyle knows what a mandolin is.
0: Uh, oh yeah, he's shaking his head. Well, hey, since he's shaking his head, why don't we just get right into it? What Would you say, Gingy?
1: Yes, let's do it. Wake up it's morning. You're dreaming up a story. I can hear the way it's going. Cause you're laughing in your sleep path to your deliverance and a holy wall of light pouring through your window
0: old news bad news happy. fake news sometimes you want to Help shut those signals do down show? and seek out good news right here at home with Find the Good News Alive, I put my focus directly on good people doing good works right here in our area. I visit with artists, educators, civic and spiritual leaders, musicians, business owners, students, volunteers, and citizens just like you and I, who are applying their time, resources, and talents to bring joy, hope, and happiness to our region. I discover what shapes them, what inspires them, and what drives them to do the good work that they are doing. There's a lot of news in the world, but I'm going live in our communities where people are working to make life better. My name is Oren Parker, and this is Find the Good News Live. And I love you just as well. Thank y'all so much for taking the time to do this. Right,
2: thanks for inviting us. Oh man, That's I'm right excited right. about it. I'm
0: really excited. So cast iron, y'all heard my enthusiasm, obviously. Are you guys enthusiasts about cast iron? Yeah, definitely. Definitely? I mean, do you, you know, I think it's something that, I mean, I guess chefs all over the world use, obviously. I mean, there's ancient cast iron, but uh, I, I don't know. There's something about living in the South where you just can't find a kitchen. Or maybe Gingy. No, no I mean got I one. grew up. I you have more up. than one. I oh, want yeah. you to okay. know I have more than and, oh, okay.
1: And, and I have some recovered from Rita.
0: Oh, cool! See that that's that's yeah. that right there is what I love about cast iron—the stories about it. All of mine was inherited. You know, I love that. Yeah, yeah. Is that that's such a big part of cast iron, right?
3: It is. I mean, if you treat those cast irons right, you can keep them around for generations. Yeah, my pot
0: maybe. Some of them may be fifty, sixty years old. That's that's awesome. wild. Yeah. That's wild. So this event that's coming to Lake Charles, I think it's it's a new type of event for us. We've never really had that before. I mean and there really is sort of an underground underground cast iron community here, believe it or not. There's a bunch of it's little led by Orange. That's not. I <laughs> there, it's not. It's not. I should join one though. <laughs> but uh, there's a lot of people I find in our area that have these little Facebook groups that they have. You know, Cast Iron Swaps, Cast yeah. Iron Selling, and it's kind of cool. And I, I guess I didn't realize it until I started kind of getting into it. I was like, oh, there's like a whole little, you know, subculture of cast iron cooking in this area. What, what's, what do you think so special about Cast Iron? Because, I mean, there's obviously there's Southern Cast Iron Magazine. I mean, a whole magazine devoted to I Cast I didn't
1: iron. know there was a whole magazine devoted to it. There
0: is. They're the ones putting on
3: the event, Right. They are. Uh, they're one of our sister brands, and it broke off from Taste of the South, I think, oh, four
0: okay. years ago. Taste of the South. Okay. So is that? So how many different orbital brands are there that there you're were, involved with? There are about 10. I could try to
3: list them, but I always <laughs> miss a few. Yeah. So Louisiana is one of those, right? Louisiana yeah. Cooking and Taste of the South are two that I work on. Uh, Southern Cast Iron, Bake From Scratch, Southern Lady, Tea Time, Victoria. Oh, wow. Classic sewing and Southern home. Oh my gosh,
0: oh, just a few. Wow. That, that's a lot.
1: Awesome.
0: How, Chef Wild, have you ever been in any of those magazines? Yeah. Which ones? <laughs> uh, You've been in Louisiana cooking. Louisiana cooking. Oh yeah.
2: Cast iron. Saying. Taste yeah. of the South. Yeah. Me and Daniel crossed paths before. I was wondering about many, that. Many many
0: years. Like yeah. We've seen the cross every once every year or every
2: other year. So. <laughs> So this is interesting.
0: So y'all are crossing paths, but one of the questions I have is like, what's your path to get, I mean, to this table, honestly, like as the as editor of these magazines and as a chef that utilizes cast iron and, and Louisiana yeah. cuisine, uh, what's the path? I mean, how do you get here from wherever you started? Was it something that started early on? Because I've talked to Chef Lyle before, and I know you. You
2: started early started on. Started early on. Yeah. Is that the uh, kind of uh, – Yeah, mine started early on. um I want to know, I wanna say like faith, or I was just I was destined Yeah. You know. When I, I read about the sudden cast iron cook off, uh I wanna say I first heard about it last year or early this year. Okay. And I'm and I I'm just flipping by and like, that sounds kinda cool. Mm-hmm. Somebody might I might enter that thing and then uh lo and behold, I just get an email. <laughs> <laughs> requesting you to enter. It. Asking that. you to no, enter. No, it. no, I no oh, okay. <clears throat> I mean uh I like the way they're doing it. It's going to be a lot of at-home guys. So. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: is it going to be a lot like gumbo cook-off kind of thing, and you just get a team together and they sign up? Or am I jumping the gun here? No, no. no I'm, no, I'm no.
0: curious, too. Is that kind of how okay. it works?
3: Well, that's one of the great things about this festival to me is that there are lots of ways to interact with it. Okay. You can get a team together and come compete in one of the four categories. There Last week, we added a new category for professional chefs, Oh Oh, man. oh you Dude. can enter. I can enter. So now, now you can enter. <laughs> now I can. Uh, but if you don't feel like cooking and winning, you know, some of the $10,000 in prizes. Oh. Wow. Uh, Wait, can come. I might learn how to cook. You should come because yeah. there are demos and chef Lyle I'm will be demo. doing one of those demos.
1: Awesome.
3: That's cool. Yeah. So you can come and learn about cast iron. You can meet cast iron producers and enthusiasts from all over the country. If you don't even really like cast iron, you can come and eat some food uh-huh. and listen to music pretty much all day on Saturday. So there are lots of really fun ways to, to just be at this festival.
0: Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. I mean, you know, it's a great way if you're even like, even if you just own a few pieces of cast iron, I would think it's the kind of thing where you go, you know, I've got that cast iron skillet.
1: Michelle said you should end
0: 10,000. Oh, man. I know. <laughs> That's but, his uh, It's kind of a joke because I think, every, let me just segue. Everybody has that dish that they cook right everybody's got that thing that they go man i know how to do this and then when you serve it to other people and you start getting that positive feedback and they're like man this is good this is good you can get that feeling like well, maybe i should maybe
1: i should mm-hmm. uh, you know that contest
0: and i mean is that how it works are people gonna be able to cook whatever they want oh wow so it's gonna be like okay a special you said game.
1: four categories and and i messed you up i'm sorry oh no
3: not at all so there's meat and game seafood uh sweet and savory baking and vegetables and sides Hey,
2: gin I,
1: vegetables and sides—that'd be my area. What go. are you? What are you interested in over there?
2: Uh, I'm doing a demo with alligator sauce pecan. So mm. if I entered, I'd probably do meat and game. Meat and game. Yeah, you yeah.
0: said that you like to use meat and game. It's-
1: Whole food, plant based over here. So I do still do <sighs> seafood, though. I'm sorry, I know, but y'all got to tell me if I can. Let's do some veggies or something in the cast iron. So
0: that's a thing though. I mean, I cast versatile. iron is very versatile. I mean, you can yeah. do you know whatever you want in it really. Indeed. But, I didn't know, know I could bake in it.
1: Oh sure.
3: yeah. Kind of
0: bread, it's great for bread. Cornbread. Really. You know what we do with our big now, my, our big My steel stepdad
1: it? always did bake his cornbread in cast iron. In cast yeah. iron. We yeah.
0: but we cook pizzas in Pizza. our our big one and we turn it upside down and then we put the pizza on top we put it and bake it it makes a can nice... you do
1: a demo at the uh cook-off oh I, don't I want know. to see that
0: i can teach you i can tell you how to make a lot of noise with cast iron i can tell you a story i've shared this before but one night my wife my, i have a i had a bunch of cast iron and it's like a bug you know it starts to it's a thing i mean once you start it's like any other thing it's like oh there's a weird thing i don't have and Sort of piling up and we're trying to find places for it, you know, wrapping cast it in iron order. t-shirts and stuff, trying to go you know, in these cabinets. And I was like, really need to hang this out somewhere. So she bought me this beautiful rack and on the back side of our kitchen, you know, uh, mm-hmm. that goes into our dining room, we hung this rack and have all this cast iron. And just you know, month by month, you get another piece here and there. Well, one night, we're sound asleep about two o'clock in the morning. And this is, I'm going to describe it the way I remember it between 2 o'clock and 2 o'clock and 5 seconds somehow I got from my bed into my kitchen I, I levitated Sleep. over the bed into the kitchen because the sound I heard I thought a car had driven through oh, our house Wow! and <laughs> I'm not even joking oh, I was like yeah. something I just drove through my house my wife and I run in the kitchen I get there first and I see all this cast iron all over the kitchen before it, it had fallen off the wall and buddy let me tell you <clears throat> to this day Loudest sound ever heard in my life. Wow. wow! But we only lost one piece. I was surprised the floor didn't crack, but we lost one old, um, one old deep, deep like a Dutch oven we had. But yeah, man, I mean it was uh, it was a loss. It was an older one that somebody you know, one like yours yeah. inherited, you know. And it's like, man, I wish that wouldn't happen. I kept it. But I don't know what I'd do with it, but. Just put other little knickknacks in. Oh, can now. you
1: fix cast iron if it's broken?
0: I don't really think so. I mean,
3: you can probably seal up a crack and use it in, in a, a decorative eight. way, but
1: uh-huh.
3: no, I haven't
2: seen it. Um, okay. I it's hard this. to crack cast iron. Oh,
0: it was, yeah, I know. I was like, I thought the floor would have cracked before <laughs> the cast iron. But we did have one That's my favorite skillet, actually. It was one of my lodge skillets, the handle. A piece of it broke out, but we kept that one. You know, that kind of has some character and a story to it now, mm-hmm. you know. And that's the thing about cast iron, and I see that in Southern, uh, in Southern Cast Iron Magazine, and I'm sure you'll see that at the event this weekend, is that there's a lot of stories around it, you know, these pieces. And then the, the maker's mark and all these things like that that tell you, when it was made or companies that make it that don't they're no longer in business you know so you have these pieces that you may not and then little differences you know i think that's that's pretty cool
1: well now i am gonna go home and look at the maker's mark on all of my cast iron because i have no no clue
0: and there's stories like that in those magazines i'm sure this weekend or not this weekend on that weekend you'll be able to meet people and and share stories like that
3: there are going to be enthusiasts from all over the country coming really yeah so it's a draw that kind of draw that's Has cool. this
1: been done in the area before? Any kind of cast iron cook off kind of thing? Not
3: quite like this. There is a there is a festival in Lafayette, uh, I think next weekend called the Black Pot Festival. Okay, Ooh. and that's a weekend long camping, cooking, music, uh it's my kind of thing. thing. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: You want to go camping too? And do no, it, no. Cast but iron? M- most of the
2: time, if I have cast iron, I'm I'm outside. Are you? Yeah, you cooking outside I mean, on open flame. Well, I mean, who cooks? Cast iron by the it with the by themselves. I mean, it's usually a family thing. Mm. So, um, yeah. usually uh, with the exception of last week, every Sunday, me and I have have three brothers in town. We all out somewhere. We're cooking something. You know, yeah, football season. Right. You know, last week we did. Last week we did sausage. Other week we did gumbo. You know, it draws people together. I mean, it, it, it's a story. I mean, yeah. it, it's... That's why every piece of cast iron i mean that's why that's the value in it I see. yeah, you yeah, know?
1: my stepdad was really big on he was a great he was a great cook, and uh he did a lot of very involved in the livestock uh-huh. uh program four h kind of thing, and then he would do um a lot of football no baseball tournaments for people, so he'd go and just cook for some of those. Some of those things, Jambalaya was a big, that was one of his draws in the cast iron.
0: Food is something, in that regard, and I agree with you about that, about cast iron, too. There's something special about, uh, well, if I could jump for a second, it's kind of like Julia O'Carroll. She mentioned tea at Walden. That's her whole philosophy of drinking tea. You know, it's sort of like a meditation. It's like you have a special cup, then you prepare special things in it, and then there's this sort of uh, attraction to that whole thing. Alignment of elements, you know, and it's like, oh, this is what I'm doing right now. I'm I'm having my tea in my cup, and I feel like cooking with special pots and pans and things like that have that, you know. For me, there's one my uh, a Dutch oven I have. I remember when my father passed away. I was on on the day of his funeral. I said, well, I'm going to cook a special meal, you know, for my family. So I went and bought a new Dutch oven to cook that meal in, and so now. All, you know at least four years later, when I cook in that pot which I cook in it often, I think of that time and there's sort of like a love that gets put into the into the iron. I know that probably may seem silly to some people, but that's how I feel about it. Well, yeah, I completely understand that, so I yeah mean, and then um with cast iron,
2: i mean, it's, it's not going to be done in two minutes, so I mean <laughs> <laughs> uh and it's kind of it's kind of hard to mess something up in cast iron. I agree. It's it, hard
1: to burn stuff. Is that what you
2: said? No, no, I didn't say burn. Okay. I mean, like,
1: you said mess up. And get, I it think burn. Yeah,
2: get it wrong. Get it wrong. But, I mean, I, I've done more than that. I mean, we do bacon jam at the job in this huge cast iron skillet. Uh, we blacken everything, and it's huge. We have two giant, big cast iron skillets at work, and I have like several at home. So, uh, for the cook off, I'm going to bring my own because, I mean, they're old and well-seasoned, yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So let's talk about that for a second, the seasoning. That's something that I think a lot of people who don't know a thing about cast iron don't realize about cast iron, right? Yeah. How important that is. It's I the mean, most important part. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. I'm yeah. actually amazed by, I actually sometimes, I tell my wife this all the time, I said, I regret every Teflon-coated piece of cookware I ever purchased in my life. Now, you know, after we started cooking, making that switch and slowly but surely just replacing these pieces, I was like, all this stuff's junk now. I've given all of it away or it's all scratched off. I wish I'd have never had that stuff. You know, I wish I'd have just bit the bullet on the cast iron from the beginning. It's important though that you had it. It was part of your journey. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Yeah, because I wouldn't know the difference.
1: Yeah, because now you appreciate your cast iron. That's right. Yeah. You know, it's always... It's always um we learn from Well, we should learn from our mistakes, so Yeah. Not yeah, that. my Teflon coated mistakes. I think it was a mistake. I do. <laughs> I mean.
0: How many Teflon coated mistakes have you had in your life? And you know, they're just <laughs> slick and fast, man. You I know, guarantee like, you I have a few of those. Oh yeah, for I don't sure. I think I have my own one. A Teflon still it? Never. Ever. Never. He knows ever. though. He's been cooking for a long so time. So
1: how long have you been cooking? Like since birth or what? No.
2: Uh let's see.
1: 15 16 okay oh yeah cast iron right off the bat or what
2: no i had to learn i had you know what i had to learn cast iron my first memory with cast iron i think i was five or six really and my grandfather built the fire in the backyard with this giant crackling pot and i seen him mm-hmm. cook crackling and i was wondering to myself what is that you know mm-hmm. so I got that pot later on last you, year, too, You, you have oh, awesome. yeah, How cool wow. is that, man? Uncle called me over was like, I got some stuff for you. And he opens up this shit. And like, this is all this stuff.
0: Yeah. You cook, so you take it all. Like, yeah. So I have a and you similar took little memory. You took it all. Yeah. My, I, and I was very young, but like my, when my grandfather was still living, they would have like a hog processing day. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Kind of that same. Yeah. yeah. They, will, they like make sausage. soap and, and hog well, head cheese that's kind of what they did yeah
2: they did all that inside you know the kids were outside where they were cooking crack and that's what he did he kept one hall that yeah he would. and i don't remember what time of the year it was but eventually i'm gonna get to that too so
0: yeah yep. i thought it was neat i mean i guess as a kid you're i didn't really know what was going on you know but they would all be out there making lye soap and yep and then you know i can remember my aunt. You know, I eat hog head cheese now, which I think I'm the only one in my family that eats hog head cheese. But when I was a kid and I would see those actual, those hogs' heads, I thought in my mind, oh, that whole thing is going in to this Yeah, I saw one cheese. of those in the refrigerator one time. Oh, come <laughs> on. <laughs> yes. And oh. it wasn't Halloween. No. no. It's hog head cheese, day. Yeah. Like, now, so am I wrong in saying that the hog, hog head cheese is the jowls, right? Like most of the, the meat comes off the face right there yeah it's off the face okay yeah,
2: it's, mm, some good stuff the jaws good part of the
0: meat man yeah yeah mm. gingy you ever eat hog and cheese
1: i don't uh i can't say that i have man um, i can't i showed pigs okay um yeah i did that yeah reserve grand champion showman yeah once yeah um but yeah i don't know about yep
0: Oh look, Daniel's got a picture there. Oh, you go. That's it. Hog oh how? Cheese. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that
1: looks so appetizing. I so, so wish y'all could see this picture. It, <laughs> it really. And but like, wait, like it's view. that's not in cast yeah. iron. With I, just, I need meat. I need a bigger
3: pot, like a big I mean, stock yeah. pot.
1: Oh wait, <laughs> oh, is oh, this, this yours? Is yeah.
0: yours? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh oh, oh, oh you Oh
1: wow.
0: I was my next question was, do you like hog cheese? Do you like it, Daniel? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Get some good mustard, some bread, crusty bread,
1: really crackers. Now, what what's your journey to become a, a, a foodie?
3: Well, uh, I was always an enthusiastic eater. Uh, I, I'm still finding photos of me eating giant pieces of food <laughs> as a as a toddler, and I didn't. I started to cook a couple things like biscuits uh, with my with my dad and my grandfather as a kid, but I didn't really start cooking until after college. Yeah. And the more I did it, the more I loved it, and thought that this was the right path for me.
0: Yeah. So, that's cool that you get to do that i mean both of you guys i mean you think about it it's like you have just not everybody's got that story some people have an interest and it just dissipates and they have to circle way back around later in life you know to to get back to that but to to have i guess what i've called the arrow of your life and you go oh there's definitely an arrow here i am i'm in the i'm in the bumpers of the pinball machine it's taking me right down the corridor you know that's pretty awesome what's that been like I mean have you have you is it fulfilling to work in something that you just go man I love this I mean this is my world
2: yeah first, huh?
0: yeah, that's how I feel yeah he yeah.
1: actually said it earlier I do, when, when yeah. we were off uh, well, I said, before we were right, off.
2: yeah so how I work I said I work all day yeah so it's like and I, I love what I do I mean and before you know it's like oh it's close to midnight I better go home mm. but I mean every day is like a new day so when I Yeah. You know, same stuff with the new day. So Yeah. You know, and then um then I, I guess it's stuff like okay, well, like with the cast iron cook off, I cook with cast iron. But I'm gonna go there and I'm gonna see all these guys and I was like, wow, that's new, I never thought of that. They're gonna ah, inspire you. Is, yeah. Yes. Yeah. You uh-huh. get inspired by Right. Every single thing around you. So That's yeah.
1: great. Art's like that for me, too. Yeah. yeah. So
2: when I go there, I'm going to yeah. look forward to... I plan on... If I don't compete, if I have time... to. I, I mean, I got to be honest. You got I, a few things to do? I have a few things to do before <laughs> that. Uh-huh. If I can get it together before that, I'd love to sign and compete. If not, I, I mean, we'll just purchase a ticket, hang out, and...
0: That sounds and like, like a And shot.
2: just... Actually just go to everybody and like, hey, what you doing? Hey, yeah. what you doing? Right. You going know? there as, an, as a, a spectator.
0: Yeah, and I mean, that's a but, better.
2: and then I'll introduce myself. When I'm pretty sure we could have, like me and you did, we could probably whoever is probably sit in whole conversation. Yeah, and, yeah.
3: So, Friday is going to be perfect for that. So Friday is actually going to be free.
0: Oh, is it? Okay, uh, well that's from, awesome. You guys are listening? That's free Friday night from one o'clock
3: to five. It's free, and anyone who comes will be entered into a raffle to win two VIP tickets for
0: Saturday. Oh, wow. Wow. So go for free on Friday. Get entered to possibly win for Saturday. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That actually sounds like a lot of fun. I mean, I, I that way you just described, you know, just mingling with people. And I went to uh, the Iowa Rabbit Festival, and they had some guys cooking. I was there filming, and I ended up not filming more. I ended up talking more than I was filming because they were all cooking in these these big, beautiful pots, you know, these different dishes. And we, even though they were there and the pots and pans weren't really a part of uh, why they were there, we ended up talking about those pots and pans a lot. And what I loved about the cast iron enthusiasts was that they all uh, have these stories about how they found these pieces. like, And they seek out older pieces. That's, That's really what I think is cool, too. And I wonder about that because there's so much new cast iron coming out but I tend to find that when I get an older piece, I'm like, oh wait a second, I got my hands on this old piece. It's probably
2: thicker and well seasoned and
0: smooth and yeah yeah. I've noticed some yeah. of the newer pieces I've bought have like a uh, almost like a pill to them or a texture whereas the older pieces have a lot smoother surface.
3: Those are the two. Um, it, it, it's not that the pebbles have been worn off. It, they're just two different styles. Some people really like the smooth sleek yeah. style, and other people like the pebbles. Really? I wondered yeah. about that. I,
0: I didn't really look into it much further, but I did notice my older pieces were smoother, and most of my newer pieces have, uh, have that pebbling on them. You huh? can sandblast it.
3: Can you? You can just, and just grind them, on off. Ride them off. <laughs> well, wow. yeah, and then just reseason it. <laughs> and then uh, just reseason it. Yeah. yeah. Wow.
1: Okay, wow. so I have a couple of questions. Number one How do you season it? nice good question because um, i i mean i know i'm supposed to like put some oil in it after i know i'm not supposed to necessarily wash it anyway how do i season a pot?
2: the first pot i ever saw season i saw my grandfather build a fire in the yard and season it nice <laughs> but i i don't season mine that way um so i'm gonna tell you from a professional way
0: yeah
2: <laughs> i'll tell you the way i do it at home
0: okay at
2: work <laughs> well at work uh 'Cause we have a hood vent and all this cool stuff. And yeah. we have time. You
0: can blow out and a lot of open. times
2: we don't open till five. So a lot of times I'm there in the morning I want to reseason something. The best all I found from a professional standpoint was flaxseed all. Oh, okay. That's right. A little okay. bit of heat. Little it, bit of heat and Well, when it's high okay. heat, but when it starts to smoke, cut it off, rework it, do it over and over and over and over. Right? At yeah. home, if I don't have flaxseed all and and when I want to clean it, like after I wiped it out and I clean it, I'll do, like, kosher salt. Yes. Okay. Instead of a scrub pad. Right. A little bit of oil. Heat it See, a little bit.
1: that's always been my issue with cleaning. Scrub, like, how do I get that, that, some of yeah, that off of there? Scrub,
2: some, scrub that salt all around. Wipe it out. Heat it. But I haven't had to re-season the ones at home in, in a long time. But yeah. at work, I mean, sometimes you get a new... You get a new dishwasher. <laughs> uh,
1: oh, and they scrub you. Oh, uh, and,
2: and these guys are really, really proud of their work. Right. And so,
1: you know, I gotta say, I, some, I, think I did that to somebody well, so, once.
2: It's not if like you bring it to them, but some of these guys are really good. They'll just come behind, see something dirty, they'll take it, take it, and bring yeah. it back. Like
1: I got it clean. Like right. Right. what? Yeah. <laughs> I think I did that to somebody. I think yeah. I did that to a boyfriend's sister once. Yeah. That's pretty
0: funny, man. I, I actually
1: cleaned her pots. I cleaned just, her pots and I don't think season
2: yeah. it yeah just man, I actually kinda of like researched that over and over. I'm like, man, I need a perfectly seasoned pot and <laughs> that it flaxseed all. Yeah. Flaxseed oil And then another chef showed me like the kosher salt, like cleaning we scrubbing, and I was like, Wow.
0: I read that been speaking of Southern Castar magazine. it's how I clean mine. Uh and it works. I mean, it's it's an abrasive. It's a natural abrasive, and it's in. It's somebody gave that tip in one of these magazines one time. I was like, oh yeah, it really does work. Mm-hmm. Now when I go camping, I always bring one with me, and that's a little harder because you don't have running water, you know, and you can't do all that stuff. So yeah. what I've done when I go camping to clean one out is uh, same thing, salt. But I'll just boil water, and after I've done cooked and scraped all my mm-hmm. bits, I, I put water in it and I boil it, and it loosens up all those bits. And then when it starts to cool off, I go in there with like a little scrubber brush and it, it falls right off. And then I can just oil it up, wrap it up in a.
1: Because you do always have to oil it when you're finished, right?
0: That's the best. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. That's. Because that's what keeps down, it from yeah. rusting. Humidity.
1: And, and I learned something.
2: I all kind know. of other oh, stuff. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: So. Do y'all get stories whenever you do an article or you get articles i make mean, sure you read just story after story, tons of stuff. Do you get any that just really stand out to you that you go, wow, this is really fascinating story. And it has to do with cast iron.
3: Of course. I mean, and most of them have to do with history. Like yeah. you were saying with, with your dad's cast iron. And whenever I have people who get married, I, that's what I give them for a wedding gift.
0: Because, you know, if you treat it right, it'll last forever. I'm like mm-hmm. That's so sweet, man. I do the same thing. I'm not kidding. Uh, the last, the last <laughs> wedding gift. That's and I always write them a letter and tell them why. Really? You know, because you when you yeah because when you cook together, oh, you know the bonding sweet. of the polymers and the oils and every meal you have. There's something in that dish and it's a bond that's in the in the pan. You know. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I just I really get
1: no. I'm just a wax sitting there thinking like romantic you know,
0: about these doggone.
1: Pans. I live alone with a dog, so is Scarlet going to help me cook? <laughs> and I think she's going to lick the pot though. So you can I see her up a steak. I don't think she'd mind. She would not mind at all if I did that. She would like that. That's great that you do that, though. I love that.
0: I really do. I mean, this is the best gift. I mean, maybe not to everybody, but I think it's sweet. Because, I mean, you can't have too much of it. You can
1: have too much of you, cast iron? No. You can't? No. Never? You,
0: you could run out of room in the store.
1: Or you could hang it on the wall and it could fall off at 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, you that can could, do that. You know, that and see,
0: happen. that's the accessories right there, okay? So that's like, what tipped you over. Well, no, I'm sure. what I'm saying, like at, at the event, there's probably going to be people that have like things like that, like, like ways wooden, to display yeah. wooden spoons. You know what I'm really interested in? Tell me.
2: The vegetable category. I am too. Because <laughs> you hear a lot yeah. of when you think of cast iron, especially in this area, think of meat. Well, not just meat, but you think of one pot dishes. You think of jambalaya, mm. or, uh, you know, stew, something like that. I'm really, I'm really, really interested to see what these guys come up with when it comes
0: to vegetables. Yeah. So, are there cat? Is that how the cat the cooking categories are set up? Like, hey, you can use a pot. Is it a one pot thing, or is it broke apart like any way?
3: You can use three pots if you want, but oh, okay. it just has to be cooked
0: in cast iron. Oh, okay. Because, yeah.
3: okay. That's going to be... interesting.
1: Who judges this event?
3: There will be cast iron enthusiasts, editors from our magazines, Louisiana Cooking, Taste of the South, Southern Cast oh, that's Iron. That's cool.
1: Because I really haven't... I've been to some things that had some sort of cook-off, but I've not paid too much attention to them. So they cook for the judges, mm-hmm. not just for anybody who's walking by.
3: Teams have the option of cooking extra and giving out some samples, but to, for the most part, if you're getting food from this, you're either going to go to one of the vendors or okay. go to the expo hall where uh, certified Louisiana products and makers will be oh, showing nice. off what so, they do, too. Okay. Do
1: we have a list of vendors who are going to be there? Or we some? do.
3: We have some. Uh, Boombox Pops, Cajun oh. Ambrosia, The Sloppy Taco, Voodoo Mamas. Yeah. Julie Kay's Keto
0: Kitchen.
1: Oh, well, that, I don't do keto, but that was... Well, you sure got excited, though. But it was, like, something different. Well, well I hadn't well. heard of that one.
0: Keto like, Kitchen. Is that like, from here? Mm-hmm. I guess yeah. I've never heard of it either. See. Well, plug for that. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Julia's Keto Kitchen. And Julie Kaye's. Julie Kaye's Keto, keto, keto kitchen. kitchen. It's got a ring yeah. to it. It does. Probably, obviously, what. on purpose. It's got a good... good.
1: So, somebody did some... <sighs> yeah. I got to work on my branding.
0: Well, so there are going to be local vendors here, then. I didn't know who all was going to be at the... Uh, yeah. serving food.
3: Serving food that it seems like they're all local, um, okay. but in the expo, um, there'll be people from all over Louisiana and cast iron makers showing off what they do
0: uh, and also having them for sale yeah. from around the country. Man, that's that's wow. that's what I'm excited. Some uh-oh, of these things uh-oh. I've only seen in magazines because you know if you go to the local stores around here where you usually buy cast iron, you're going to get Lodge most of the time, which there's no problem. Most of what I owns Lodge, but there's stuff that I see and I follow on Facebook, and I'm like, man, all I, to interact with those brands would be really cool. And actually, <laughs> I have no idea what brand I have. <laughs> well, I know the I mean, older that, ones are hard old. to. Yeah.
1: I have no idea, but I, that's yeah. because I probably hadn't looked at them in about four years.
0: And what was cool about one of the, my mom had kind of passed some of hers on to me. And so I was, she knew I was getting into it. And she goes, well, I don't cook in all of these, I'll give these to you. And there was a few pieces. And so when I started getting into it and reading the magazine, you know, and you start reading more magazines and digging, I started looking for these little character traits. And so I was looking through my collection and on her skillets, they all I was reading an article one night and I went, hey, this this is like the ones my mother gave me and they were in the 60s when they were produced and there was you know there was a whole story behind it I don't remember what they are at this moment but what I thought was cool about it was after I read the article I went back and told my mom I was like hey I was reading and I think these pieces you gave me are kind of rare and she was like and I told her the story and she goes well actually now that you say that me and your daddy you know we saved this money and we bought this set and it was it was that said and it was neat to hear her tell that story about her and dad going to buy these brand new skillets and to think and that, that
1: they saved up for it
0: yeah and that it was important yeah. to them to have them and that now i have them and it was it, it's just special there's something special about it now when i cook eggs in them you know it's like just i don't know it brings that little piece of that memory back tactile way to touch your history you know
1: very interesting yeah,
0: I mean, there's going to be so much. I'm, it's like a comic book convention. So dessert, freak out.
1: Dessert. That's and I'm dessert. fascinated by the dessert. dessert. Uh, the people cannot see the cover of this magazine, but there's a uh, chocolate peanut pie on the cover of the Southern. Now, do you eat that cast iron? Well, on occasion, I might, but okay. I mean, you know, I, don't I try know. to avoid sugar. <laughs> but uh, this is the current issue, September, October, 2019. The um,
0: photography in that magazine is. I eat peanuts, stellar.
1: Orin. You know? Yeah. I just try to avoid sugar. I guess I'll I've, eat raw sugar.
0: I've never really cooked sweets. I'm not a big, I have a sweet tooth, so I don't guess I'd. But I see people like to cook cinnamon rolls and cast iron. That's a classic. You know? Right. Peach cobbler. Pe- Cobblers, yeah. Yeah. What about um, Camp Dutch ovens? Is there going to be any people doing any demos with that kind of stuff? I'm sure there are. Yeah. So, are, that's a neat. I kind of got into that for a little while. It's a lot more work, I find. But, it, but when I do that, people are always people who don't do it are like, "What are you doing? That's kind of cool." Do you ever do that?
1: I have no idea. What is? Can you define, yeah. please? So it's the Dutch please
0: oven we... that has the little legs on it. I have one of those. And the lid ones. has the mm-hmm. rim. The rim on it. So what I've you do, seen you take this. Your, I may own one of these. Your charcoal, right? You 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 get your charcoal briquettes all nice and warm, and then you put them in a. I mean, I lay foil on the ground, but you put a little put them on a ring. You okay. set your Dutch oven on top, and it's the legs keep it the above. The legs keep it up. I have a small one like that. Yeah. And then really. you put your coals on the lip. It's got a little thing. It keeps it. On, on the lid? On the lid, because the lid has a place to hold mm-hmm. them. Yeah, I really then, think I
1: might have one of these. There's
0: a yeah. little
2: handle. Yes. You, know, you won't burn yourself on it. Yeah.
0: It's yeah. fun, because people go, oh, it, I mean, it's kind of mysterious, because mm-hmm. it makes an oven out of it, you know? You can bring it anywhere with you.
1: Y'all have me on the verge of wanting to cook something.
0: You should do it. Gingy Gaston, this is gonna—I'm telling you. You think this you, is gonna
1: change my world? You
0: get into this, you're gonna—you're gonna. I'm uh, gonna
1: turn into somebody who cooks. I mean, I did. Okay, gentlemen, just so y'all know, <laughs> um, I actually—well, uh, first of all, I bought my mother a um, refrigerator magnet, and it said, "Supper's ready when the uh, smoke alarm goes off," <laughs> because that was how she cooked. I mean, she burned a lot of stuff, so she yeah. was not a great cook. And um, so I didn't get that gene. But when I got married, in my wedding vows, I vowed to learn to cook one new entree every year.
0: One a year. Every one year. One a year.
1: My husband passed away, and I was seven years ahead. Okay, so plus he had gastric bypass surgery, and had, and he lost 100 pounds. So I must have done something right. But I have not much of a desire to cook. But y'all have me a little bit inspired here yeah, some good veggie dish, maybe um, not fried.
3: You'll find some veggies. On I'll there. find some veggies in this yeah. one.
1: Okay, I'm gonna have to look. They also have ground beef suppers and cheesy biscuits and more in this this cheesy biscuit sounds pretty good but no dairy I'm not i to dairy. I find
0: cooking it, and especially even with cast iron there's something magical about it it's kind of it like a, a little bit of a mystery you know especially when you're trying a new recipe if you just have a even like just like these magazines i mean try one of these cast iron recipes and i just think it's fun to see it turn out here you go oh there you go yeah here that's it go. right
1: there what you got
0: campfire dutch oven, camp, uh-huh. camp oven or whatever they call it what's what do they call it is it a camp Camp Dutch oven or something mm-hmm. like that sounds right, yeah.
1: This roasted ginger pears, I mean, I might have to just try it, even though it's got some things that I'm not supposed to necessarily
0: have. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this event. I think people are looking forward to it too.
1: I got sidetracked. If, yeah, well,
0: it's hard to not get excited. You know what else is pretty exciting, gingy
1: What is else is pretty exciting?
0: The, the live wire challenge. Is it
1: already time for that? I think it is Did time we already for the live go wire past? challenge. Wow.
0: They I'm they right know up. they know how this goes.
1: They let's don't get, exactly. Let's, let's, you let's ready?
0: Sh- let's shock them. Okay. It's time to play with electricity and grab the live wire. It's li- live. The live Live wire. questions are better, stronger, faster. It's the live wire. Channel. Live, wire. live wire. Live wire. Okay, Genji. We agreed that I'm gonna go first. Yeah, you right? go first. Okay. Right. All right. Well, that didn't work. And I love technical difficulties. All right, I'm gonna go first. First question. Can we both answer? Y'all can both answer, yeah. This is this is not time, but the lightning round. That's the fast one. This is, it can take as long as okay. you want. Live wire question number one. You're driving along the interstate to a live broadcast to promote an upcoming Louisiana Food Festival. You're already running a little late when a roadside flea market sign catches your eye. It's big with bold red letters, and it says used cast iron cookware. Large selection, limited rare pieces, today only. You think, I've got enough cast iron already, lots of variety, I don't need another piece, right? Yeah, I mean, they probably don't have anything I don't have, or do they? It'd be cool to just stop in and look, maybe just for a minute. I could make up the time. What am I thinking? I'm already so late. Decisions, decisions. Do you... One, keep your eyes on the road ahead and force the thoughts of shiny oiled skillets and pans out of your imagination. Two, make a mental note to swing by after the broadcast. Those limited unique pieces should still be there when you're done, right? Three, broadcast? What broadcast? Make a hard exit across three lanes of traffic, hot dog it under the overpass, sling gravel to get to the best parking space, jump out of your vehicle before the engine's off, and power walk to the cast iron section like a normal person. Broadcast? What broadcast? That's a hard one. I know. Yeah. What do you do? No
1: no instinct for just one,
2: huh? It is a hard one. I would probably, like... uh, I'd instantly stop and think about it, and I Google and find your number and text you like, I'm gonna be ten minutes late. <laughs> <laughs> find, gonna, technology these days, I'm gonna find every number, call Hi, Daniel, I'll call somebody. Like I'm gonna be ten minutes late.
1: <laughs> would you say you had a flat tire, or would you? No, tell the truth? I'm gonna
2: say it's it's worth it. Trust me, and I'll tell you pictures, about it later. <laughs> promise somebody a meal yeah there I like go. that that's good that's good if that sign caught my eye it caught somebody else's eye too and they might
0: get that thing you, you never know it's you true
3: know? So. yeah
1: Daniel
3: I'd peel out stop <laughs> run
0: through take
3: some mental notes
0: get to the interview get to get the interview you'd make yeah. it and happen you're gonna go back after and then I'd go back later and what a great story for the interview yeah like yeah. guys that's good yeah that's actually my good my story would be good too oh, yeah story would be good too. I
3: yeah. Good to actually it, have it <laughs> Yeah. It would be
2: late, but I'd,
1: You'd be 10 minutes late, but wait, it'd, it'd still a be a good start. piece of
2: story. cast iron in my lap. That's right.
0: <laughs> That's right. I like that. What would you do, Gingy?
1: Oh, we uh-huh. know I'm probably just going to the uh, broadcast.
0: But,
1: <laughs> but you had me a little bit at flea market sign. Yeah. So <laughs> I'd probably stop and go, I bet there's something else besides some cast iron in there and I might be able to paint that. Oh see that's right. She's an upcycler. That's right. I like to upcycle.
0: That's true. Yeah, so I'd probably think about that. I think I'd do the peel out too. I'm just like, okay, look, we just gotta go. Just let me go see. I am bad about talking myself out of stuff like that though and then going, I'll come back later and then not going and knowing that about myself. I regret it. I would regret it, yeah. And you
2: see somebody with that good piece, and like yeah. I got this at a flea market outside the interstate last yeah. week. That's
0: right.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah Yours, like, it would have been yours. Darn it. I've yeah. been looking for a kettle like that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's mm-hmm. happened before. Well, that was good. Okay. Gingy, your turn. turn.
1: Live wire number two. Dinner was great. Your guests were so satisfied with everything you prepared, and the compliments keep pouring in. Plus... This dinner party gave you a chance to use several of your grandmother's cast iron pieces that she passed on to you. A few of your friends offered a clean up, and after all of the hours of cooking, you're not going to complain about a little help. You settle into your favorite chair in a few minutes. Your proud pals walk in beaming. They're feeling pretty good about tidying up the kitchen for you when you hear the distinct, the distinct sound of that peculiar ringing that makes that water makes when it hits cast iron cookware is that the dishwasher it's definitely the dishwasher what do you do number one force a smile through gritted teeth thank your buddies for cleaning up while silently weeping inside as years of sweet seasoning melts away Two, say I know you put my cast iron in the dishwasher just before giving them the this and that about cast iron care. Or three, practically teleport from the den to the kitchen and pluck your precious pots from the dishwasher of the dam just in time, furiously drying each piece with a dish towel and possibly oiling it afterwards.
3: (laughs) You're oiling it afterwards anyway. Okay. For sure. It's not too late. That dishwasher just went on. The, The worst damage has not been done yet. I would be... Teleporting through yep. the through the wall to the dishwasher. Mm-hmm. I would teleport. Yeah, I, I would still wall. thank them. It's still like they, 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 their hearts were in the right place. Their
0: hearts were in the right
3: place.
1: <laughs> I tried. That's what y'all yeah. saying. I yeah. tried to help y'all clean up, and I messed up. Yeah, oh
2: teleport through mm-hmm. dishwasher. Just came on. A little water. Yeah, okay. we could fix that.
1: You one. got it. that.
0: That's yeah. the way to go. Now I know.
1: You, <laughs> I know you going. You teleport. I'm gonna go
0: in there, and then I'm gonna. But now, if I, you know, a different scenario would be if you go in there, or where they come out, and they go, man. We got some uh, steel wool out and some Dawn, and we got all that black stuff off of there for you. I would be like, what have you done, man? I got to really start over. That's actually interesting, because you do have to start over sometimes and take all of that off. That's what I was going to ask
1: earlier. Why would you have to start over?
0: Just time. I mean...
1: It's just been too long, and you're ready to...
0: I've heard people say they've had some go rancid before. Yeah, you've got to be careful.
3: Because of the oil and sometimes if if you pick an oil that has a really low smoke point, like an olive oil, mm-hmm. it'll start to smoke, it might have a bad flavor. Yeah so it's good time to reseason. Yeah, and then
2: you could kinda um
1: So do you have to scrub it down to reseason?
0: Yeah. Okay. What I do is I, throw in a fire. You pot or
2: clean, clean and then you just to they they have still capture that smell, or mm-hmm. the edges get rough and you're like, you know what, it's time. Okay. Yeah.
0: My mom's favorite skillet. Her neighbor threw it out on the side of the road with a bunch of junk. It was a bunch of trash, and she was like, "Look what she threw away!" And it was all rusted up, rancid pan. And it's so your knows I threw it in the fire, and it, and you wipe all that rust off yeah. and reseason. It's a great skillet. I think that's
1: what yeah. we did after Rita. Probably yeah. and yeah. covered in mud and all rusted and.
0: Well, and- you know, I don't know if you remember Justin and Emily Martindale when they came on the show. They have a. They're putting a book together called Trash Pot Recipes because they found a big old iron pot in the trash. It was all gone, and they've like re-seasoned it, and they cook all these cool meals in it.
1: What episode wow. is that?
0: Yeah. I don't remember the number. Okay. Maybe I didn't check get it to it yet. All hmm. right. Live wire number three. You're kind of freaking out. You were just gifted a brand new cast iron skillet. One of those new, smooth, really, really fancy ones. The kinds you have to check your bank account before making a purchase. Since you're one of those cast iron people, the kind that gets a little giddy about a new piece of iron gold, you have to make sure the first thing you cook in it is just right. Do you cook? A grilled cheese sandwich with a pat of butter. Two eggs fried in olive oil with a little salt and pepper. Or a pound of black forest bacon bacon <laughs> bacon. bacon bacon that's the easy one <laughs> I'm not
1: cooking the bacon
0: yeah I bacon. know did you would would you eat the grilled cheese sandwich Not really no, no, I mean
1: no, I like no. a grilled cheese but don't get me wrong bacon. No, I'd, I'd probably go for the eggs yeah yeah
0: so tell everybody why the bacon guys and why not it better for the, the skillet you think though yeah. for
3: sure Bacon. I cook bacon in my in my pan almost every week. Yeah. And you know, it, it, it really helps with the seasoning, keeps everything working well. And it's bacon. Yeah. It's bacon. Yeah.
2: But if I cook my eggs
1: with the olive oil I have to watch the uh, smoke point.
3: Well yeah. no, you just wipe it out. I mean a little bit of olive oil on top isn't gonna kill you.
0: Okay. Yeah. Right? No, nah, it won't. Okay. Let's What's the best thing it? to cook in a fried egg in, guys? I mean what would you what would you cook fried egg in? Bacon grease. Bacon grease. Bacon grease, me too. <laughs> Look,
1: I'm not saying I didn't used to eat it. And I'm not against meat. It's just a lifestyle that's worked for no, me. No, it makes so. sense.
0: Yeah, for sure. But,
1: and I still like bacon. Don't get me wrong. I, I eat like, it occasionally.
0: Yeah, we eat it some. But I mean, we liked I, when we were cooking it a lot, our boys love bacon. And so we were saving all that grease and it got to the point where we were cooking everything in bacon grease after a while just to try to use it. But a little spoonful of that goes a long way for a lot of things.
1: Mm-hmm. You keep it in the oven?
0: uh we keep it in my mom bought us a, a ceramic bacon grease mm-hmm. container we keep it in the fridge
1: I, I remember that cast iron pot going from the top of the stove into the oven
0: yeah i have noticed my mom now i don't do that but i, I do have memories and i've noticed when i go to her house she'll keep a skillet with old you know yeah. i don't know yeah you know, she leaves it on top my mom do that too does mm-hmm. she yeah do you don't do you do that no, I don't do it. Yeah. Now, why yeah. is that? Is it just... Uh, I mean, was there an advantage or is it just reusing it? I mean, it's just... I never asked it, what Yeah, my mom if does If I that go too. over there right now, she'd probably have
2: a cast iron skillet with... Yeah. She always kept a skillet... A cast iron skillet with Rue in it, too.
1: With Rue in it? Really? really? She was ready to, uh, to make
2: a <laughs> Any gravy or a gumbo yeah, anytime. Yep, anytime.
0: That's interesting. Yeah. I'd huh. always...
2: It'd be weird. She had... She, she got several size cast iron skillets from the biggest to the smallest yeah every now and then you go in in the oven and it
0: would just be cornbread that's using cooked and just let Mm. cool off nice yeah my mom cooks a lot of cornbread too now i'm not i've for some reason i just cannot get it right i either burn it or i don't undercook it i just can't quite get it right
1: to eat cornbread with milk Cause that was my stepdad i loved mm.
0: that
1: cornbread and milk what you having for supper tonight cornbread, cornbread and, bread and, milk.
0: and milk what is that called Cush. Yeah, kush, 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 kush,
2: kush kush i like i like the crust that uh when you make it in cast
0: iron
4: yeah you get
0: yeah. yeah my that's
2: favorite crunchy. yeah the bottom yeah. i like that yeah there's that's nothing better
0: than like that it's like on anything yeah. really that edging that comes yeah. from like a cast iron the heat of it i notice with cast iron when i take things out of the oven a lot of times i won't Fully, you know. Normally, the recipe will say like cook it so long, and I will sometimes we will just take it out a little early and let it, yeah, kind of let the heat from the skillet finish it off because it carries it. Mm-hmm. Ever grab one? Grab one hot? Never? No, yeah. 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 Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I grab <laughs> all the time. <laughs> this week. <laughs> what you talk about. <laughs> yeah. Daniel, you ever grab one? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it,
3: it's been a while, but yeah. it, despite your best efforts. You're You're going to be distracted.
2: Yeah. You know what's cool after you've done it so long? You won't drop it. Mm, Because it's cool to get it where you got to go. Man, you're right about that, actually. You won't drop it? No. I I did the
0: same thing. I pulled something out of the oven one time, and I went, oh, my gosh, what have I done? And it was just. I'm not dropping this. I'm not. No. No.
1: Work too hard on that meal. Mm -hmm. I'm not dropping it. Mm. That's mm-hmm. funny, man. I will suffer for my craft. That's right. <laughs> All right. Okay. We Gingy. ready for live wire? Live wire number four? All right. Let's see if I can read this one a little bit better. I
0: thought you did just fine.
1: You've entered a local cast iron cook-off hey. because somebody told you they liked your fire-roasted honey butter Brussels sprouts.
2: Oh. Sound good. We need Mm -hmm. to try that sometime. I I make a honey Brussels sprout. Do you? you?
1: Oh, Uh well. Feeling proud, you go through your mental list of personal recipes, best recipes, and figure it'll hold up to the best chefs in the land. What did they have that I don't have? In no time, you've registered for the cook-off, but you didn't read the fine print. It says you have to make your entire dish using a single piece of cast iron. What's your dish? What piece of cast iron do you choose? A, a wedge pan. A, that would be number one. <laughs> a wedge pan. <laughs> Two, a griddle. Three, a skillet. Four, a Dutch oven. Five, a wok. Do they make cast iron they woks? Do. They do, yeah. Oh, y'all, now this I may need to well, know about. yeah. You know. Okay, six, a cauldron. I may already have one of those. Seven, a five-gallon pot. Eight, player's choice.
0: Player's choice. You pick. Hmm. What Brussels dish sprouts? you?
1: What dish no, you You can cook it? whatever
0: you want. Oh. Somebody just told you your Brussels sprouts They're are good. good.
1: Yeah. What dish yeah. are you making And what are, what uh, pan are you using?
0: All right. I will bring my skillet to make some cornbread. There you go.
1: Man, that's the go-to for everybody, huh?
3: Yeah.
0: You got a favorite kind of cornbread, like Mexican cornbread or Cajun cornbread?
3: I like uh, bits of corn in there too. I also like bacon. Uh, Sometimes I'll uh, chop up cracklings. That sounds
0: good.
1: Mm -hmm. But really,
3: just plain cornbread. It's hard to beat plain cornbread. Yeah, plain cornbread. Uh, Regular buttermilk cornbread. Are we
1: doing like Jiffy in the box? No. No. Okay.
0: Scratch cornbread. I would bring a skillet too. Skillet? Yeah. What you making?
2: Thinking, (laughs) I have so much. I would probably, I don't know. I probably do like. uh, Hopefully, was a deep skillet. Mm. Braised chicken or something with seafood. I'm thinking braised smothered chicken. Mm. Yeah, Mm. lightly smothered skillet. Different. Uh, You're gonna win with that. No, probably like started with like with bacon. (laughs) Pull it out. (laughs) sear the chicken. Drop the bacon back in. Uh, Okay. You know, maybe a little canes here, balsamic vinegar, mm-hmm. something like that. And that a does mushroom. not
1: sound bad at all. No,
0: it sounds cooked good and it's going to smell good. good too. Sweet, savory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you two guys could just take a slice of that cornbread and put it right With next cornbread. that. With cornbread. That'd be yeah. good. That sounds good. blackened
2: fish. Yeah. yeah.
0: Have either one of y'all ever cooked on a cauldron before? I've not. Maybe I either. have I have one. Do Actually, you? I got one. Have you I cooked I've never in? cooked in it. Well, I mean, I see people doing it. I... I I thought they looked cool and for a long time I wanted to buy one
2: they're huge they're all huge, around. huge
0: man and I was like yeah it needs so, to just stay where you're at
2: the but the cauldron I had one of my cousins calls me and it's like hey I have some alligator meat mm. turtle meat and some rabbit meat it's like can I borrow that thing I'm gonna make a big old pot of a stew shit. or something yeah
0: and he made it did he yeah he still had my pot <laughs> yeah. return
1: the pot cause
0: I didn't yeah. really understand because I have one of those big five gallon I called it a kettle oh, but is thing, it's thing it's a cauldron this things a, huge but man. that cauldron I watched on the internet after I started getting like looking at it, but they they it's something about the way they're made you put logs underneath it or yeah, something, yeah. Right? so that's
2: that's what I well I tell you my crackling experience yeah that's what he used he oh used it was a burner yeah big old cauldron with the fire. A cauldron with fire underneath. Isn't that wild? How cool is that? Fracking with it. Um, I've seen people make jambalaya in those. Really? And yeah. they're thick. thick. That's like yeah. some
0: thick. Man, they're expensive though. They are expensive. And they're heavy. That's well,
1: probably what my stepdad used for. But the
2: there's a
0: cookables. newer version I've seen
2: that come with a brown burner. Not as big as okay. what we used to see yeah, they come with a burner, and I've seen. Oh, okay. I've been to competitions and seen people cooking gumbo in them, like wild game gumbo and the smaller ones, and. It's now pretty, your burners.
1: I'm just curious: one flame or the. the I've round
2: seen, thing? double burners, jet burners. And I've oh, seen, okay. but it's like a special holder for that cauldron. It, it fits in, it, in, in. that. Yep.
0: Yeah. That's neat I, I i've never seen anybody like in real life only on the internet cook on them but yeah. i mean it just looked I, that's what deterred me i was like well one what would i cook in it i have to cook a lot and then two where am i going to put this thing and then moving it around and that's what it creates
2: that's when you get an off day and just well, put this in the backyard and just what i come up with yeah yeah,
0: yeah.
1: are there yeah. any um restrictions on what pots you can use or burners you can use or anything so for the competition?
2: so that'll be great as as- that'll be interesting to see too yeah, yeah who's gonna bring or what or what you think anybody's anybody gonna do, do like <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, i mean i don't like have fire you been, have you been like any wood? competitions if you go to like these cooking competitions especially this is my first time ever going to one with cast iron so i'd mm-hmm. be interested to see what contraptions and curations like oh, the everyday yeah. person has came up with and you all were like
0: innovative see, ways they've that's a
2: cool idea it's like wow neat. yeah, yeah. That's, that's exciting then, well then you go up to those people and you're like that's a cool idea then you get my idea you did and y'all just back and forth I'm like okay you
1: brainstorm together
2: that's it yeah. yeah I love that like I, I said the, the vegetable part is gonna be cause you don't I mean you hear a lot about it but that's gonna be a cool cool deal
1: well, that's intriguing me I need to go check yeah. out the vegetables I stuff. mean
2: charred vegetables and cast iron just, just think about it I mean it sounds yummy like right off my head I know it's I think of like charred artichokes or something
3: really seared okra mm. yeah mm. I mean one of my favorite things to do is take little potatoes have them put them in the skillet yeah. cover them up with water uh-huh. butter or bacon fat boil it down so the water's gone in the meantime all that fat gets all over the bacon or uh, all all over the potatoes and they have this, they're they perfectly cooked on the inside perfectly charred on the bottom
0: oh because yeah. the bacon's on floating on mm-hmm. top of it. oh wow Dude, that's... Mm. That's sounds good. See, I didn't even think of that. That's a neat see, little trick, neat man. Trick. Yeah, it's a neat trick. See, it works
3: for Brussels, too. Brussels. Really? Yeah. Toss that up, t- toss it in some pepper jelly, and you're done.
0: <laughs> I hope... I, we can't see right you now because of the game. You can pepper
1: jelly but... at Flock of Five. I'm just saying. You can. Boudreaux's. Okay. That's, good one. that's pepper jelly at Flock of Five.
0: Well, there you go. So. Another great way to plug. They got food items there. I they, mean, do. they do. They really do. They got everything mm-hmm. there. That was a lot of fun, but you know. But now. I know. Things are about to get really fast. You guys are going to have to make some qu- answer these questions really fast. One or the other. We can talk about it afterwards, but let's just see what happens. Ten, nine, eight. Put on your seven, brain coat. Take shelter. You're entering the lightning round. Don't combien? get zapped. Ignition. Okay, you guys ready? I'm ready. You're ready. I'm ready. Fire-roasted sweet potatoes or sweet potato pie?
2: Fire-roasted sweet potatoes. Fire-roasted sweet potatoes.
1: Electric or gas?
0: Gas. Gas. Is
1: that really a question? Yep. (laughs) And I didn't write it. I just want everybody to know.
0: Scrambled or sunny side up? Sunny. Sunny.
1: Scrub brush or chainmail scrubber? Brush or the... Oh, they, the silver just,
0: thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brush. Yeah, the brush. Yeah. Corn on the cob or cornbread? cornbread? Cornbread.
1: Double chocolate cake or crab cakes?
3: Crab cakes. Louisiana crab cakes. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: White meat or dark meat? Dark. Dark. Okay. I like.
1: Chuck roast or pork roast?
4: Oh look at that face! <laughs>
1: like that was not even a question. <laughs> talking about
0: well done or medium rare? Medium rare. Medium rare.
1: Gas oven or Dutch oven?
0: Hmm.
2: Now camp Dutch oven. That's kind of hard. Because you That's could great. tough. Because you could use the Dutch oven and put it inside the gas oven. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Oh, well, Why true. don't you make it complicated? <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's the weather like? Yeah. 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 They like this, like? that's gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Get outside a little bit. Get outside mm-hmm.
1: and enjoy mm-hmm. it.
0: That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Y'all have fun. I yes. gotta get a walk. So much fun. Yeah. You think they will have good. a
1: walk at the. uh Somebody be selling a walk cast iron walk. I hope so. They probably will. I, I, that'd
2: be cool to see somebody doing.
1: Cooking some, some veggies in the wok. cast iron walk. Oh, wait. That's me next year. That's that's, that's cool. me next year at the cook-off. Watch yeah. out. Oh. Gingy, we
0: cook in mm-hmm. our cast-iron wok. We, what I usually do with it is that's kind of how I get I get my meat cooked first or even vegetables. I'll put, like, tofu in there with some mm-hmm. oil and yeah. Yeah. vegetables, and we just stir it up in there. I actually like that cast-iron wok a lot. You guys do alligator? alligator? I'll eat it.
1: I, I don't. I saw it clean too much. <laughs> oh, God. It stinks so
0: bad. I'm, I'm doing a demo with alligator legs. Yeah, it's gonna be good. so alligator legs. I mean, is that alligator meat pretty consistent all the way across the board? I mean,
2: uh, the tail meat is, the leg meat is, um, the ribs are. Mm. They have it's ribs.
0: Yeah, so
2: I
1: guess. What do people it mostly? Like chicken? No, I don't, I don't think that it was, was, no, a, that was no, a joke. Or, no.
0: I think it's a different texture. It don't taste sure. like
2: turtle. It don't taste like chicken. It's just hard to put.
1: Tastes like alligator.
0: Yeah, I, the people mostly serve like the tail. Is that what they mostly oh, serve? Yeah, most the tail. tail. Okay, I mean that's yeah. probably where the most meat's at. I would guess on a gator, huh? Yeah, a tail. I had, a, I had
3: some great alligator
0: last night in Lafayette. Yeah, yeah. a place called Spoonbill. Wow, Spoonbill. I
2: heard of that place?
0: So while you've been in town here, have you eaten at any places that really stand out to you? Yeah, I.
3: First of all, I love going to Lyle's place. His brisket is ridiculous.
0: Ah, oh, Jack Daniels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cook a lot oh. of brisket, man. Hmm. Yep. I have to try that out. Which exciting! We got some new places in town too,
2: though. The the, the the restaurant scene in Lake Charles is like. Yeah. We're getting there.
0: Yeah i know you fast. and i talked about that we did we, did. we talked about it. that a lot it's I know, changing I love it. It things
1: is changing. are changing here yeah do you, do you think we can sustain that
3: i think so you think we can I, sustain I the think, variety i think i, I can say that i had a but 19 i think 10, sorry, I'm, uh, sorry. Uh, I'm sorry i'm uh, sorry on tuesday and it was pretty full Where? and 1910 yeah. downtown oh i yeah. do oh, yeah oh, that's okay. the
1: best filet i've ever had to me that's
3: um, a really good indicator because if you can get people out on tuesday night Mm -hmm. you can get twice as many people out on the Ah, first air friday good
0: point
2: yeah and then like when you do food events too that just get people thinking yeah we need to get out more yeah so
0: it's true i mean we do have a i mean right now in our area there's especially now till the end of the year i mean it's festival on top of festival and a lot of it's food related i mean there's so much going on. yeah
2: (laughs) i just ate lunch but uh, yeah
0: just talking about it i'm like just talking about
2: cast iron like the whole time i just been rambling on, like...
0: Your brain's turning, yeah, up. Huh? like... I can see it. I can go and cook
2: this and cook that. I'm going to go run to work and do something special tonight. Well That's what I just, would encourage
0: people to do, man, is, like, I mean, yeah. even when I got into it, I would encourage people to go, just get yourself a cookbook. I mean, go get a magazine, like, like Southern Cast Iron, and just pick it up, find, a, even if you just find one recipe... And if you don't own any cast iron, go buy that cast iron skillet. You can get it any like, especially the hardware stores. I mean, Stein. I know they keep a, a pretty healthy selection. And just by flipping through the magazine I'm reading right now, Southern cast iron, it,
2: all uh, kind of good stuff in there. Yeah. All kinds of and good something stuff for everybody. Now, what's it's this brick,
1: it, brisket mac and cheese? Is that what you serve? Brisket, yeah, we mac make and brisket cheese? mac and cheese. Oh uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, okay. The burnt the ends and pieces.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh Chop it up. okay. Yeah, macaroni wow, the edges that's nice yeah, We sell tons of macaroni <laughs> tons really is that one of the yeah. dishes that you'll have at, at uh-huh. Daniel's yeah. oh okay
0: yeah um yeah good mac and cheese so how often do you change the menu up over there Are you constantly adding new things we got
2: a new one should be rolling out hopefully mid-november before thanksgiving okay you know um Yeah, then we're going to do again probably March right okay. before the seasons change. Yeah. Yeah. We try to do, we aim for three or four times, but sometimes, I mean, things happen and it don't really. We'll do a small change. Yeah. Then we'll do a big, we'll do like two small changes, one big change. Yeah. You know? Some stuff we have to keep, you know, some stuff. It's just too popular. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. You can't get rid you of know? it. I people mean, expect it
0: yeah yeah so it's, so it's fun though yeah well that's a mess that's why I wondered I mean it seems like you'd have to to keep the interest up and then you know the people's well, taste yeah. change and yeah.
2: And like I said I've been sitting here we were just talking about cast iron and vegetables and I'm just rambling like yeah that's did you make you, some notes mentally <laughs> yeah but then you gotta think like I said I'm gonna go to a cast iron cook-off so
1: you got to make some uh, more room go, for uh, some more
2: make, middle <laughs> 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 notes. So it's not just going to be like, I'm in and out now. I took off the whole day. So I have nothing else to do that day. You so awesome. can totally
1: sink into so it. So you're going to be there the whole Saturday? Or are you going to be there I, Friday and Saturday?
2: I can't make Friday. I have to work Friday,
1: okay.
3: unfortunately. But I will be there Saturday.
1: So what are the, it's Friday and Saturday? Yeah,
3: day. that's right. It's Friday afternoon from 1 o'clock to 5. And then Saturday Opens for competitors at six and for spectators. Mm-hmm. General uh, public. General public mm-hmm. at eleven. Okay.
2: And I'll be on the main stage doing a demo at noon. Okay. Yeah. Okay. After that I'll, I'll be a, if I'm not in or I'll be a spectator. I don't know. Yeah. It's just I'm busy. <laughs> yeah, well I mean it's your world, you know. <laughs> you got a lot to
1: do. But you might also enjoy it to be Spectator, I do, you know, I do
2: enjoy it. Yeah, it's I do enjoy to be a spectator, and like I said, the ideas that's gonna come out of that man, especially like I said, I know the meat part is gonna be good, but I'm really, really the vegetables. I don't know why I'm so excited about it, but I am,
0: yeah. Well, because I mean, I I think it's because it's sort of a sometimes we can forget about it, do you know what I mean? I mean, there's the entree is always sort of the big thing, and there's people and honestly, Ginger. I mean, there's people like you that are going, "Hey, look! I mean, I, I this there's, is an there's interesting There's a bigger world. community
1: of, of people who right. are who are vegan or whole food plant based. Right. It's really it's really growing, and and we're looking for restaurants who, who have that, yeah. who have some things that we can eat. Yeah, and sure. Um, so, oh, those do look yummy. It's like a stir sort Guys, of a stir fry kind you've got to of thing. go get yourself yeah. this new issue get,
0: of Southern Cast Iron. You really do, and just. Make yeah. Look at the pictures, and you're gonna to want to cook something. And if you, well, you're gonna to want to eat something. But if you just, want to eat it, yeah, you gotta cook it. It's, yeah, it's and then cool.
1: then you might need to go pick up an order from Jack Daniels. Yeah. Or, uh, can I you would actually up? can you pick up and take it? Or cause oh, not, I don't know, I you don't gotta know. go eat there.
2: Oh, we we do to go orders. Okay,
1: um, I'm just checking.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, I I'm, I'm a homebody.
0: So Daniel, the. For people that are listening and, and you know we're gonna be sharing this as far and wide as we can, what's the easiest way for them to get their tickets and, and sign and register if they want to get in the cook off? Is there still time for that? There sure is. The best place to go is southerncastiron.com
3: okay. dot slash cookoff. One word cook off. if they're local or nearby, they can go to the Civic Center okay. during its open hours and the charlestown farmer's market will have tickets available for sale this saturday and next oh okay and the charlestown farmer's market and their vendors will be at the expo i was going to
1: ask which ones were going to be there so friday and great. saturday
0: oh okay oh wow. great because
1: because cool. i always forget about uh going to the farmer's market and that'll be that'll be great yeah to go there and and make the farmer's market and so how
3: much are tickets Tickets are fifteen dollars. Okay, which is a terrific deal. That for like, That's a good deal. How many hours of music? From yeah. 11, yeah. eleven o'clock in the morning to eight o'clock at night. Wow. Um local bands that people love, like Foo Filet and Gino Delafos, uh, all the way and, and uh, Craig Morgan uh, is going to be headlining
0: at six nice. o'clock. That's exciting. Are kids um, are kids the same price or is there a, kids are free? Kids are free <clears throat> up to what kids. age is that? Kids is under twelve. Under twelve. That's pretty, oh wow, pretty generous. Yeah, it yeah. is really. I was thinking it was going to be younger all right well that's exciting I'm gonna go for sure fantastic I'll be there yeah I'll see you guys there I'm I think y'all suckered it. me into going you gonna go yeah you're so. gonna go to the monster dash yeah. Saturday I'm, I'm going
1: to monster dash now I do have a class on the second um, from 10 30 to noon yeah
0: so you have all day to make it then yeah. I can go after that <laughs> you yeah have all day to make Well, it. I mean that's what I'm thinking too yeah. I mean if you you know
1: you don't have to go at 11 no I'm not gonna really miss anything yeah you'll
2: 11. miss me at noon mm-hmm. I mean, but, but,
1: that's true. Yeah, I'm excited about that. But you're going on, on stage at noon.
2: <laughs> yeah, noon.
1: How long is your demo going to be? I don't know. I'm going to
2: have to find you like afterwards. Five minutes, 25 minutes? I'm, hey, yeah. 25 minutes when you're doing a demo feels like three hours.
1: Does it? Oh, yeah. yeah, a yeah. <laughs> I heard
0: somebody today call that the, the squiggly seconds. Yeah. It's like they get longer.
2: 25 minutes feels like three hours. I have to yeah. find you after
1: because yeah. I won't be able to make it from Sulphur electrodes in 25 minutes. Yeah. You can do it I my believe My class But my class always <laughs> runs long Because I talk a lot
0: That uh, could be why Well, you're on a talk show right now So that's a good thing I guess
1: that, that might be why you invited me
0: It is your personality, <gasps> Gingy your I'm not mistaken There are going to be two other chefs doing demos I know yeah. Ryan Local chefs?
3: Well Andrew Green from
0: 1910 Andrew, Andrew. Oh, okay yeah. The guy you were on the live video with? Okay, That's
3: right And Ryan Traha from Lafayette He's from Crowley originally Okay um, Yeah mm-hmm.
0: I
2: know okay.
3: Ryan I met like it, Andrew. Oh, I haven't seen Andrew in a while. That's
2: cool. don't get cool. out much.
0: <laughs> you know, it's probably cool to You're see people like the that, that a lot. when you have that's these demos. Thing. You know, yeah. you get to see people you haven't seen in a while. Yeah, you know, in that you world, get to talk and. Well, like you said, even you and Daniel, y'all cross paths. I mean, it's probably nice to we see each other a Once a year. Like once yeah, a year. It's, it's weird. Like for a long time. It just so doesn't
1: matter. You're gonna cross paths once a year. year.
2: We're gonna at least mm-hmm. once a year. We're gonna cross paths some kind of way
0: crazy that is awesome so genji it's always
2: something to do with food it's always food involved
0: so what do you yeah. have going on this weekend you're gonna run but you got a class
1: no this weekend i'm doing uh or not this Dash. weekend i said this weekend the yeah. weekend
0: of the cast iron uh,
1: weekend of the cast iron thing i do have a uh we're gonna make a round uh monogram plaque nice. might also do a you could make it a tray but anyway, i'm gonna use some stamps and you can put your you know initial on it and but I have a paint your own piece class coming up nice. next week. So if you um, can carry it in unassisted, pretty please, I will provide you with all the paint that you need to to paint your piece, and I'll give you the instructions on if you want to distress it or antique it or that kind of thing. Yeah. Just uh, so that class is Wednesday from ten thirty to twelve thirty, and then there's one next Saturday from one to three. Sixty five dollars. I supply everything. Um, please don't bring me an armoire that I have to supply paint for. (laughs) That's the only thing that I ask. And then I have several other classes, and you can check those out on um, Louisiana Creations by Gingy on Facebook, and I have an events section. And you can check it out there, or you can sign up for my Facebook group for upcoming um, classes, and you'll get one day's notice typically before I publish them.
0: And, guys, she's so easy to find. I mean, it's Gingy. Yeah. J E N G I. You do
1: need I do need to spell it for you. J-E-N-G-I. It's J-E-N-G-I.
0: Yeah. It's, you, Easy to find.
1: You'll be better off trying to find Gingy Miller and then looking under my, my profile for my business, Louisiana Creations. Because um, you do have to type in Louise E Anna Creations. And then you have to add the by Gingy so you don't have to scroll through a bunch yeah. of stuff. But. Well,
0: we'll put the link, too, in the show notes.
1: And business name's going to change at some point in the future. I've kind of... Yeah. Tired of being called Louise. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Which was my grandmother's name, but
0: well, you're honoring somebody. Hey, just like those gillets and those pots, you know, yeah. you kind of you can yeah. honor people. I'm
1: afraid my mother probably got her cooking skills from that woman. Very <laughs> good.
0: Well. I thank you all for your time, for coming in, and, and I hope you all had fun. I had fun. I know it's a live show. You never know what's going to happen. And thanks for sticking through the live wire and the lightning round. Um, so guys, if you want to find them, we're going to uh, put the links into the show notes. So you'll be able to link into there. be able to register if you want to join in the cook-off uh, or just get your tickets and, hey, bring the kids. I mean, up to 12 years old, that's barely kids anymore. Uh, that's awesome, actually. And I gotta remind you that the regular podcast, "Find the Good News," comes out every Wednesday at 3:33 a.m. Uh, except this week because we had a technical difficulty, it came out early. But yeah, most most every single week, it's a Wednesday, 3:33 a.m. You can find that on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. We cast it as far and wide as as possible. Uh, And you can always support the show by going to patreon.com slash find the good news and help me grow the good news signal. Share an episode, leave a review, and I think we're going to wrap it up. Thank you, guys. Thanks so much. Thank you thank you for tuning in to find the good news live if you would like to help me grow the good news signal visit patreon.com find the good news and become a patron that's patreon.com find the good news i sincerely thank each of you for your patronage and for listening to this broadcast